All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show artist, engineer, producer, Benji Casino. What is up? What's going on? What's going on? Man, not luck, man. You've been here once before. I can't remember how long it's been. I think it's been like a year or two, maybe something like that. Um, been about a year, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do me a favor before we get into your latest project. Just kind of remind everybody how how you first got into making music. How long ago was it and how did it all start? Uh, I've been making music for a long time, man. It's been over a decade. Uh, I actually started recording professionally about five years ago, started taking it serious, uh, started to realize how much money people are making from, uh, you know, music period, whether it's beat production, engineering, whatever, whatever. There's a lot of money in music, you know what I'm saying? So I started taking it serious and, uh, you know, just started recording, just put my life on a, on, on a Pro Tools, you feel me? Yeah, now, you had lived in the city of Cleveland, right? And then at some point you decided you wanted to bounce out of there and get get, get away from there and into the, the suburbs and the country part of Ohio. Um, just touch a little bit about that. Like, what was the, what was the decision-making there? Uh, back home, I was about, like, 20 minutes outside of Cleveland. Really what it was was I was getting into a lot of trouble. There was a lot of... Uh, I say baggage growing up. There's a lot of things that had happened over the years. And really, the decision wasn't even mine. It was my mom. She was like, yeah, you need to get up out of here. Mm. So she sent me down here to, my grandma lives out here in the country. So she sent me down here and I, you know, came down here and started taking care of my grandma. You know, she was in her 70s. Uh, I thought it would be a change of pace and, you know, uh, just, just a change of environment to kind of see how it went. So, so do you feel that was a good decision on your mom's part to encourage you to, to do it? Her decision was based off, you know, protection and security. Like, I gotta make sure my, my son is safe. Yeah. Uh, from a personal perspective, I feel like it was a good decision because I've seen a whole other mm. side of life out here in the in the country than, uh, you know, you see in the city. Uh, where I grew up, you know, there's there's all types of people. We have the Arabic people, Indian people, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, mm -hmm. black people, white people. You know, out here in the country is white and black people and, you know, when... I don't want to get political in your podcast or like that, but when it comes to, you know, uh, racial matters, you know, it, it's definitely a real thing out here. Yeah. That's not political. That's that's just speaking facts. Racism is yeah. alive and well in this country. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a sad truth, but, um, yeah, it's not. that's not political. That's just speaking facts. Well, as far as your career goes, um, you got these two new songs now, one of them is like pronounced what? Mm-mm-mm? Because I listen to the song. That's what it sounds like you're doing yes, in that. Yes, and the other one's called Moonwalking. So I want to talk a little bit about both songs. Tell the listeners out there about, about Mm-mm-mm. Talk about that song first. What's the backstory? How'd that song come about? Uh, it was a pivotal time in my life where, you know, uh, there's a lot of things happening. I was battling a lot of demons. 
uh, all my relationships were failing, you know, the money wasn't coming in how it was supposed to be coming in. Uh, you know, I, I, and I was really about to give up on music. You know, music has been my passion since I was, you know, six, seven years old. You feel me? I was, and after taking it serious for so long, five, six years, actually recording music and actually, you know, uh, uh, building my skills and really diving into different, different perspectives of the music industry. Uh, it was, I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know what, the, like, I'm done. Like, I'm not seeing no, no type of return. I'm not seeing no, hmm. no, you know, uh, besides me recording and having fun and, you know, live, living this lifestyle I'm living, you know, I'm not seeing no, no, you know, reciprocals coming back. So, uh, I was about, about ready to give it up, man. So I just got on the track, heard the beat, loaded it up. And just kind of, you know, got in my zone and you heard it. That's just what, what mm -hmm. came out. Yeah, I actually like the song a lot. Um, you definitely got talent, so don't give up, man. Just keep keep at it. Keep, you know, as long as it's still fun, if you're having fun doing it, keep doing it. And you're just going to get better and better and better. And, um, hey, you never know what can happen, man. People get discovered all kinds of crazy, crazy ways in the music world. Um, so I encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. I enjoyed the song, honestly. Um, now let's talk about Moonwalking. Give me some info on that song. Uh, Moonwalking, I was out all night, you know, with my people. We was drinking, partying, you know, whatever, whatever. You know how it goes. Uh, I get home, feel like, you know, just get a spark of creativity. Go on B stars, start scrolling through beats. I heard the beat of moonwalking, and uh, just immediately lyrics came in my head, so I started writing. And uh, and about two, three hours later, the song I wrote the whole song, and uh, the next day I woke up, recorded it, and yeah, mix master everything, had it done with within two days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, do you do any, do you, like, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, what your your songwriting process is. Is some of it just impulse? Like you just said, Moonwalking sounds like it was an impulse type um, birth. You know, the song just kind of, like, boom, just popped up. And did you just do some freestyle lyrics to it, or did you have, like, an idea for lyrics for it? Brad, uh, it really just depends, you know, when it comes to when it, when it comes to the creativity, how how it uh how it manifests in my life, you know, some some songs I could, some songs I freestyle, some songs I write, you know, it comes how it comes, mm -hmm. and uh, you know there there are certain times where you're not always near a microphone where you can record something and something pops in your head, so you got to write it down. Uh, moonwalking. It was just really just, you know, the lyrics popped up, the, the first couple bars popped in my head that came, came in the hook, and it just kind of, like, it just kept coming, you mm -hmm. know, like, the bars kept coming, so I kept writing, um, the, uh, 
that was really just like a therapy session just for me to get some stuff off my chest. Mm-hmm. That that was just completely, you know, uh, freestyle, completely spontaneous. And, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of, a lot of good music, there's a lot of good written music, but I feel like a lot of good music, uh, a lot of music that really moves people comes from that spontaneous spark of, you know, you hear the beat, you get in the studio and just start vibing, you know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of, a lot of people these days can, you know, relate to the vibe, you feel me? They can feel that you're in there just vibing, then write nothing, then have nothing planned, you're just in there spending your life away, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. you know what I compare uh, it to? Like, like, for like rock music and country music, the guitar player usually comes up with a really cool guitar riff, and then, and then a lot of the song basically is built around that riff. And I kind of compare right. that to a beat. Like a beat, the more I learn about hip hop music, and the more I've been, I've been interviewing hip hop artists now for several years, so I've learned quite a bit. And I really respect the genre too. Um, beats are powerful, man, because a beat is like the genesis of a, of a, of a song. Because if you tell me if I'm wrong, like when you hear a beat, each beat probably like creates different kinds of vibes. You know, you could have a beat that makes you get a little, you know, uh, like maybe kind of sorrow or sad. And the other beats make you want to drive your car 120 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour speed limit, you know? Like, like, so is that a fair comparison? Like guitar riffs, how they have that kind of like is the center point of a song and a beat kind of like triggers the whole mood of a song? Uh, that's, I'll say that's accurate. Um, but one thing I will say is that for each artist is different, you know, what, what type of inspiration a beat might spark and beat might spark a whole different, you know, type of inspiration to somebody else. Mm. Um, and that's, that's what's so powerful about, you know, hip hop music is that you might hear something and it might, create a spark that you automatically know what you want to talk about but the next person sitting next to you they hear the same beat and have the same spark that's completely opposite yeah that's a great point while you were saying that it flashed me back to some old stuff this one when P. Diddy did that um, he used a sample from from Sting the guy from the police the rock band the police and the, the police version of it was a completely different vibe but when P. Diddy used the sample of that song, it was a completely different, like a, a, another vibe, completely. And I like both versions. So I, your point's really strong on that. Yeah. Wish I could remember that damn song. It was really popular back in like the early 2000s or late 90s. Um, all right, so what about videos? you shoot videos for any of these songs? I don't have no visuals out at the moment. Uh, I'm currently looking for a video person to shoot videos. Um, pretty much it's just the music right now. The music, social media. Uh, I plan on having visuals soon. Yeah. I'm really just kind of trying to see what, what people like the most. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to give, I, I don't, I don't want to waste any energy on something that, you know, my fans necessarily would rather 
if they'd rather see a different video for a different for a different track, uh, you know, that's what I want to do. So I'm just kind of just wait to see. How do you tell? Let me let, let me ask, like what 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 is your method of knowing which which fans like which songs better on your social media? Are you using social media to do that. Uh, social media, and a lot of times, you know, I play my music in person. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of artists are like, "Hey, you know, I'm about to play some of my songs, and let me know what you think about it." You know, I just put my songs on and see how people react. Don't say, don't, don't even tell them it's me. You hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like a social experiment because different songs gauge different reactions with different people. Yeah, it's true. So, so <clears throat> when they don't know it's me, and I can see a genuine reaction, a genuine, oh, this shit is hard, you know what I'm saying? That's how I know, like, okay, you know, a lot of people like this one, uh, other people don't like this one, you know, stuff like that. You know, one idea would be to, to um, do a poll I don't know if you got Facebook or Twitter, but you can put a poll out there, and you can you can you can put up two songs, have everybody listen to it, and then do a poll, and people can vote. You know which song they like better, and they can vote. You can see your you can see the results. You know right. your poll results. That's one idea you can do. Um, I Good saw idea. a lady. You ever watch that TV show Shark Tank? Yes. I saw a lady that was pitching her her. Her creation on that show, she was trying to get a, a shark to uh, invest. And one of the things she did was she would, I think she made clothes. If I remember right, she was like, she made these clothes for, for, for like kids or whatever. And she would post on her social media, like, which one, you know, people liked the most. And she would use those polls to really, like, guide her to which ones to promote more. You could do the same right. thing with your music, maybe. We'll see what happens. I got you. Um, all right, so what is this? Did you drop this EP yet? Because I read you were going to drop an EP called Perfect Timing. Yeah, it's already out. Um, it's five tracks. It's something real slight. I think it's like 20 minutes, something under 20 minutes. Uh, but the substance is there. You know what I'm saying? You can definitely see the growth from Mr. Bottle Service uh, through the singles onto the EP. Are these song? Are these two songs we talked about, Moonwalking and Mm Mm Mm? Is that are those two songs on this EP, Perfect Timing EP? No, those are just singles. Gotcha. Those are just singles that I released, uh, just to kind of, you know, they didn't really fit anywhere on anything I was doing recently. I got you. So I you know, release them how they are. What about the? Um, where did you come up with the title, Perfect Timing? What's that about? Uh, Mr. Bottle Service last time, it came up in Mr. Bottle Service. Uh, I had did promotion for Mr. Bottle Service last year. And, you know, I recorded a song that I actually took it down and re-released it. And there's different tracks on this, on Mr. Bottle Service than there was on the original, uh, project. But I always told everybody that, you know, has some spark of belief in me that told me, you know, you could do it, whatever, whatever, that I'd be on in perfect timing. You uh, know what I'm saying? Uh, uh -huh. You know, it's written in the stars, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
everyone has their time. You feel me? I told him, I said, if, if it's destined to be, I'll be on it. Just perfect timing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right when, right when I'm about to give up or right when I'm about to, you know, take a risk I don't want to take that, that, you know, that might be the perfect time. Yep. It's a good, I, I, I will, I like asking that question. I like to hear the backstory of people's reasoning as to why they title songs what they title them. Um, so, your music, other than the beats, it's all you. Yeah. Where did you learn how to produce? I mean, obviously you can rap, but where did, did you? Are you self-taught? Did somebody train you? How did you learn how to produce music? You know, and do do all by yourself. Uh, I actually went to a technical college out here in Ohio. Ah, okay. Uh, I was looking in, you know, when I first started recording, I realized production is very important. Yep. To, uh, you know, the, the overall, the overall sound is important. It more than, more or less than what, it, what, what you're saying. So I ended up going to school, uh, technical college and my mentor was actually a guy named Neil Turry. Uh, who produces rock music, uh, back in the day. He had, he has credits on Green Day and, oh wow, Panic in the Disco and, oh wow, uh, big names. All, yeah, all those, all those, uh, rock bands that, that blew out, you know, in the 2000s mm -hmm. was the one that, worked on their first projects and have, have credits on the first project, so I'll... Hello? Hello? Alright, looks like I lost my guest in... I'll have to... Let me get him back on the line, folks. One second. There he is. The, the call failed. Yeah, yeah. I so I, I I never hung up. So we're still we're still going. We're good. Um, okay, yeah. So yeah, just finish your thought. You remember what you were talking about? Oh yeah. So Neil, you know, he, he worked with Green Day, My Chemical Romance. Uh, you know, all those big punk rock, you know, 2000s bands that were, that were hit. He worked on all their first projects and recorded them, tracked them, you know, this and that. So he's the one that really taught me how to get into Pro Tools and, you know, different techniques when it mm. comes to mixing and mastering. And just, you know, the overall production, just the vision of the music, you know, it just having someone that's in a whole different genre of music teaching you how to, record, mix, and master music, you know, you bounce ideas off each other, you learn different things about different, you mm -hmm. know, different ideas, different techniques, different sounds, so, yeah. I like that. I like that when rock meets rap. I like that, man. It, it, yes, it's just, yeah, it's just good. It's always good to uh, learn a little something about other genres and other cultures and people and all that it's all the same um all right so a couple more things before i let you go let's um let's talk about some some do you have do you have any like real big goals you want to you want to 
get done before the end of the year going into 24? Uh, going into 24, I just kind of want to, you know, build my fan base, uh, you know, get out there, get exposure, get some videos out there so people can see me. Uh, just, I want, I want people to listen to, to what I have. You know, this is the origins of Benji Casino. And, you know, I'm in it. You know, I'm all in. So, it's kind of like, if it plays out, it plays out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm, you know, it's up to God. But, you know, I want people to, to know this is where it started, you know. Mm-hmm. So, for the rest of the year, I just plan on getting some visuals out, keep promoting what I have, and uh, working on a new new project for next year. Well, that sounds great, man. I really enjoyed the song. I want you to... Just keep keep at it, man. Keep at it. Keep doing your thing. Keep having fun with it. Um, before I let you go, and I really enjoyed this conversation. Before I let you go, tell everybody out there where they can uh, follow you and where they can get your music. If you have a website, you can plug that too. And Mike is yours. You can uh, find all my music on major platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google, whatever. Uh, Benji Casino, of course, IG is Benji Casino, no underscores, no numbers, no nothing. Uh, Twitter is Party Pack Benji, uh, that's just recent, so, you know, I don't have too many followers, too many posts, but, uh, you know, there, there's more on the way. Alright, man, well, I really enjoyed the, uh, the podcast, appreciate you joining me, and I'm looking forward to getting you back on again when you got the next project coming up. Thank you so much, Brad. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Good to hear from you again, man. Take it easy, all right? You do the same. Take care, bud.